are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. So you see what the problem is then when it comes to fear and faith. If you're doing something that seems to be beyond your ability or what you've learned, then fear comes. And fear is the substance of things not desired. Now, if you were walking across the Grand Canyon on a two before, the thing that you don't desire is to fall off, right? Job said, the thing that I greatly feared came upon me. What produced it? The fear. The fear produced it. Faith will put you over in line. Fear will cause the manifestation of the thing that you don't desire. Just the same as faith will cause the manifestation of the thing that you do desire. Now sometimes we get sidetracked because we have not disciplined ourselves. Another thing that I was thinking about, my cousin, that we were going to fly down to his house, you know, <laughs> when we got our wings to work it. That boy had more fear of a little old footlog. We had a little footlog built. It was, oh, and the, the board across the bow there was probably 12 inches wide. But it had no banisters, nothing to hold to. Little old bow was not very wide. When we would go across there, everybody else would walk it. He'd get down on his hands and knees and crawl across it. Now notice, he could walk it if you put it out on the ground. But over the little stream there, he'd get out on his hands and knees and he'd hold that board and he'd crawl on his knees across it. But now one day he got inspired. We're over on the other side of the bow and my brother is climbing a tree. He's in the top of one of these big trees. And he stepped on a rotten limb. The limb broke and here he comes just thrashing down through the limbs. <laughs> It's funny now, it wasn't funny then. But he fell out of that tree and he hung, I guess probably what saved him, he hung his chin on a six-foot barbed wire fence. And it cut a big gash at his chin, but it slowed him down before he hit the ground. Now he's laying there, and Billy Joel, my cousin that's afraid of this foot log, he run across that foot log, didn't hit the board but about three times, and he's across the foot log hollering, Rex fell out of the tree and killed himself. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how bad news inspires some people to have faith in the negative? Never gave a thought to the footlog. See, it makes a difference how bad you want over on the other side. He wanted to be the first to tell him the bad news. He didn't even wait to see if he was conscious. He just went over and told him he fell out of the tree and killed himself. You know, that'll create some excitement. That'll wake your day up. Well, it didn't kill him, of course. It took three or four stitches to sew him up, but he was all right. But the point I'm getting to is the fact that, you see, it depends on how bad you want to walk the footlog or how bad you want to do what God's Word says. You get inspired, but it takes discipline, see. It's like Peter. You know when Peter was called out of the boat to walk on the water? Now, there's something about that I think we miss sometimes. The fact that Peter looked out there and he saw Jesus. He's in this storm. There's a storm raging. And they see Jesus walking on the water. He said, Lord, if it be you, bid me come. You know what Jesus said? He just said, come. And boy, I mean, Peter is inspired. 
he jumps out of the boat. He did walk on the water, didn't he? Now, you can't be too hard on the fellow because he did walk on the water. But now notice what happened. As he began to walk on the water, he saw the wind boisterous and the waves so high. And the Bible says, fearing, he began to sink. Who was it, Winston Churchill, that said to the people in England over there during World War II when they were bombing, he said, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Because fear is a destroyer. Fear will bring the very thing you're afraid of. It has a way of attracting and producing the very thing that you're afraid of. That's why we should resist fear like we resist the devil. Now, I'm not talking about a reverential fear. We should fear God, a reverential fear. There are some natural things that we should have some caution about. But I'm talking about unbridled fear that Satan puts in us at times. Telling you you're going to fail. It's not going to work for you. You know, I found out something. You can learn things from the devil. Did you know that? Somebody said, well, the devil told me so and so. I said, well, rejoice. He's a liar. You know, if he said it, it's the other way. Peter jumped out of the boat before he was ready. Now, notice what happened. He got out of the boat. He's walking on the water. Everything is going very well. But then he began to look at the circumstances. And as he looked at the circumstances, fear came. And the Bible says, fearing, he began to sink. Now, I heard Jerry Savelle say this, and it really got in me. You never saw anybody step off in a pool of water and say, look, he's beginning to sink. He's up to his knees. Now he's up to his waist. Now he's up to his shoulders. No, when he steps in, he went choking. He's gone, man. But Peter didn't do that. He lost his faith by degrees. Now, you know what caused him to lose his faith? He had water walking faith. Is there any doubt about that? It couldn't be because he did walk on the water. He had water walking faith, but he had not learned and disciplined himself to the point that he could overcome the fear of the circumstances. Now, let me show you what actually happened. See, I asked the Lord one time, I said, Lord, why did you call Peter out of the boat when he was not really ready for water walk in faith? Because he was not disciplined to the point that he could get rid of the circumstantial evidence. <laughs> and the Lord said to me, I didn't do it. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, I know you did. And, and did you ever argue with the Lord? Am I the only one ever argued with the Lord? I said, well, I know you did. He said, turn to it and read it. I turned there and read it. He said, see there, you said, come. He said, read the previous part of it. See, this is where we jump to conclusions sometimes. And we assume certain things that didn't happen at all. Why, well, I would have bet a man a horse if I'd have been betting man that Jesus called him out of the boat. But he didn't. You know what he did? He answered Peter's question. Peter said, if it is you, bid me come. The Lord said to me, what was I going to say? No, it's not me, Peter. He said, I'd been lying if I'd have said anything except what I said. Can you see what he did? Now, see, we've done that a lot. Many of you have done that to the Lord many times. Let me show you what happened. Peter painted himself in a corner, so to speak. Lord, if that is really you, bid me to come. Have you ever said, now, Lord, if you want me to do this... You allow this to happen. And it was God's will for you to do this, but it wasn't the Lord's will for this to happen. <laughs> huh? You paint yourself in the corner. 
Now, when Peter stepped out on that water, it worked. You know why it worked? Because there was enough faith in the word come to give him the ability to walk on water. Faith is the divine energy of God. Faith cometh by hearing the word of God. God's word is filled with faith. There was enough faith and power in that one word that Jesus spoke to cause him to be victorious over that sea. But fearing, he began to sink. It came by degrees. And he cried out, save me. And the Lord reached down and got him by the hand. Well, you know, I don't know how far he was from him. But when a guy starts going down, he don't have time to talk. He might have got out S and blub, blub, blub if he, if he hadn't begun to sink. Now the point is that when you begin to observe the circumstances of life that are contrary to what the Word has said and allow them to rule over you, you begin to lose your faith in the Word of God. Now what's the remedy for that? The remedy for that is to confess and say and speak what God says and keep our eyes on what the Word said. Keep God's Word within us. Don't let it depart from you. Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will and it shall be done. Now notice he said, ask what you will and it shall be done if it abides in you. But you see, if you cast it out, it won't work. So God's Word works when we work it. It'll work every time you work it. But if we're not disciplined into keeping God's Word within us, and, you know, Proverbs says, write these things on the table of your heart. The only way that you can write God's Word on your heart is by speaking it. David tapped into it when he said, My tongue is as the pen of a ready writer. That's the way you write it on your heart, is by speaking. That's a very simple thing. Mark eleven twenty three says that whosoever shall say. Now somebody said, well, now who will this work for? Who could move the mountain with this method? Somebody said, well, whosoever. No, there's a lot of whosoever's that wouldn't say. Some people just don't want to say anything in faith. Just don't want to speak anything. Now, let's just put this in practice right now. I want you to think of the mountain of adversity or whatever the biggest problem to you today that seems to be looming before you. And let's speak to it. Say it with me. Mountain. Mountain. I'm talking to you. you. Jesus said. said, You would obey me. me. I command you. you. Be gone. gone. Disappear. Disappear. Be annihilated. annihilated. You'll not hinder me any longer. longer. Because Jesus said. said, You would obey me. Now you be obedient to the words of Jesus. I am free. For whom the Son has set free is free indeed. And the Word has set me free. Now praise God for that. Hallelujah. God bless you. We do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. We trust you've been blessed by the broadcast. There'll be some of you who miss parts of it, and you'd like to have this whole teaching. It's available to you. It's offer number 7120. It's a single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11, entitled, A Merry Heart Doeth Good Like a Medicine. You know, Proverbs 17:22 says, A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. 
Well, there's certain kinds of cancer that dries the bones. And I'm telling you, Jesus and God put these things in the Word of God. You know, Jesus said, A man will have whatsoever he saith, if he believe and doubt not his heart, believe what he's saying will come to pass. And you hear some people saying things like, You know, when I got 40 years old, I just started coming unglued. And there is a medical condition today where the cells come unglued. Now, I would be careful about saying something about that because Jesus said you can have what you say. So James said, James chapter 3, he said, if a man can control his words, he won't have any trouble with his body. He said, we put bits in the horse's mouth and we turn about the whole horse. Now, bits to a horse's mouth just puts pressure on his mouth. Don't say the negative things. Don't talk about the things. They may not be lovely and of good report, so don't spend time meditating on it because it creates images in you. The things that happen to you in life is not what defeats you in life. It's what you think about what happened to you. And people get the idea, well, you know, God just sent this my way. Well, the thing that came your way won't defeat you in life, but if you believe God sent it, it may very well defeat you because you're going to have high expectation based on wrong information. You're going to have things all squirreled up in your mind and thinking that God is your problem and not the answer. That's CD offer number 7120. It's a single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling total of $11. It's entitled, A Merry Heart Goeth Good, Like a Medicine. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.